When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. I don't know how Joe's doing with my black cat luck, but I do know that Joe Fortenbaugh did make it on vacation, which is why Drew Carter is here hanging out with me, Amber Wilson and Drew Carter. You can find him on Twitter at Droodle25. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. You can also always tell your smart speakers to play ESPN radio. It is that simple. Drew, thanks for uh, filling in for Joe here today. Well, Amber, it's great to be here. Thank you for welcoming me with open arms, reading my Twitter handle, not giving me a hard time like you did last time. I did. We did a radio show together, I, I and I'm like, used to it. Yeah, I feel like we've gone down that path. You know, like I've made fun of the handle, right. so I didn't want to like come out of the gate doing it. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen at some point in the show, but I thought I'd make nice here <laughs> off the top. Uh, making nice also in Kansas City, Missouri today, where some 500,000-odd fans that showed up for the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. The Chiefs celebrated their 38-35 Super Bowl win over the Philadelphia Eagles today in parade fashion. A lot of the O-linemen today wore shirts, huge shirts, of course, because they're O-linemen. That read zero sacks on them. Patrick Mahomes, he's up on the stage. He's got a Coors Light in one hand. He's got the Lombardi uh, and the MVP trophy in another hand. He's living life also, though, he was on that stage with a microphone in hand to let the crowd know they're just getting started. The AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. In our rebuilding year, we're world champs. We're world champs. I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning. We ain't done yet. So I'll make sure to hit y'all back next year, and I hope the crowd's the same. Appreciate y'all. Let's go, baby. Well, the rebuilding, Pat, was that you lost Tyreek. I mean, that was part of the rebuilding. You lost some key pieces there. You were throwing to receivers that none of us expected a ton from. You took an entirely different approach, a receiver-by-committee approach offensively. And I don't think anybody, Drew, thought that the Chiefs were going to be bad this season. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. We just thought maybe they'd take, you know, a little step back, like missing the AFC championship for once. Right. Well, first of all, I think our producer, James, who's wearing a Chiefs hat, is a big Kansas City fan. I think he sprained his neck nodding so hard mm-hmm. at that. Pa- you fired up now, I, James? I agree, I agree with everything he said. Yeah, it was great. It's weird okay. that you agree. All right. So he- here's the deal. Um, this is two, two times in two months now where a football team wins a big championship and then comes out and says nobody believed in us. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Who thought the Chiefs weren't going to be good this year? I actually went back and found the receipts. Because I'm so tired of this. And it's not just Mahomes, by the way. It's also his tight end, Travis Kelsey, who said something similar to this after the Super Bowl. And then this is what he said at the Super Bowl parade. Let me take you back to 2022 in the month of maybe April. Guys were getting signed left and right. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. (laughs) 
The haters were saying the Chiefs were done. If y'all knew that Patrick Mahomes was gonna win the MVP, let me get a hell yeah! It's one thing we gotta do, baby. There's <laughs> one thing we gotta do for our right to fight. Travis, hey, and Trail, in this thing, how we supposed to? You gotta fight for your right to I think the Coors Light might have been flowing for Travis a little there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, who are these haters? Who I know. That's what haters? I'm saying. That's Please what I'm tell saying. tell me the haters, the doubters. Where was the person that said they weren't making the playoffs? Oh my what God. is that about? I mean, maybe we said they wouldn't make an AFC championship for, you know, the first time in five years, but not making the postseason? Nobody was right. out here saying that. I know. So I went back and found the receipts. So the Chiefs entered the season – 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. behind only two teams, the Bucks <laughs> playing in the terrible NFC and the Bills, who I will give this to Chiefs fans. We all crowned the Bills before the season. That is true. Amber, you and I were on a radio show where the Bills were the number one team in the power rankings in preseason. I'll give you that. I did but, it as well. But at the same time, Buffalo looked great in the first half of the season. That looked like a really good call until Josh Allen's shoulder was messed up and then a bunch of you know unfortunate circumstances hit that city and that team specifically. But I'll give you that. We did all crown the Bills before the season. But the Chiefs were still 10-1, to which was third best in the league. They had the third highest over-under at 10.5 wins. Patrick Mahomes was second in MVP, favorite just, just behind Josh Allen, who, again, we all wanted to crown. So for anyone to say the Chiefs were slept on or underdogs, They were a a point-and-a-half underdogs in this game because Patrick Mahomes' ankle was messed up, and the Eagles looked like a wagon. They had crushed everyone they had played. So the Chiefs weren't disrespected by any means. I know we all have to manufacture that because it's football, and Georgia did the same thing to an even more egregious Mm -hmm. extent, I thought. (laughs) But this is crazy. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. No one doubted them. And it's not just football. I mean, LeBron, when he won the championship with the Lakers and he's got the mic in his phone or the mic in his hand and he says, and I want my damn respect too. And then he drops the mic right. and it's like, LeBron, who doesn't respect you? Like Seriously. name one person on planet earth that doesn't respect LeBron James. I guess these professional athletes, they play with a chip on their shoulder throughout so much of their lives. And then at some point they have to manufacture it because quite literally everybody respects the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm pretty sure there might be some haters from a fan perspective but there's not many haters from the perspective of not thinking the Chiefs were going to be half good this season. Joe and Amber's presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. We love when you join the conversation here on Joe and Amber. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's how you do it. 888-729-3776. That's where we find Mac. Mac is in Milwaukee. Mac, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? Oh, thank you. You know, I think you guys are letting somebody off the hook uh, because they stated in the beginning of the year that they wouldn't even make the playoffs. And uh, that's Mr. Scott, Bart Scott. He <laughs> did say that. that he they said would the make Chiefs it were the not going to make – he said the Chiefs were not going to make the playoffs because of time. Ty- All right, well, it's Bart. I mean, what are we doing? I Matt. love Bart Scott. I love Bart Scott, but it's, it's Bart being Bart, you know? You can't. <laughs> you cannot hold us responsible for what Bart Scott says. It's like it's like the disclaimer you put in your Twitter bio, like retweets aren't endorsements. Bart Scott does not speak for us. 
Not for everyone. That's for certain. Yeah. I did think, I mean, listen, I will, I will be transparent. I was on the radio a ton saying the Chiefs were going to take a step back without Tyreek. I also very much wanted it to be true as a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. And then the most remarkable thing happened where both things ended up true. Tyreek ended up being as good as we thought Tyreek Hill was. And also the Chiefs didn't miss him one bit, which both of those things simultaneously being true. That was not on my bingo card. And frankly, not on most people's bingo card. You either thought we were going to find out that Hill was overrated or that maybe Patrick Mahomes needed him a little bit more than we expected. We found out neither of those things. Coming up next here on Joe and Amber, where will Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers end up this offseason? Drew and I are going to let you know. Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. Also check us out on the ESPN app. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We are officially in the season of Aaron Rodgers watch. We know that. We're also on Derek Carr watch as well. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to find his way into a new uniform. Frankly, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to find his way into any uniform. Right now, I think he's sitting in the dark somewhere, and he's allowing us all to sit in the dark as well. He's like suspended in midair. Probably. I mean, he just enjoys it so much. You know, like he's Mm -hmm. going dark. He's like making us go dark. He's probably going to end up right back in Green Bay playing exactly where he left off. Derek Carr, on the other hand, 
a little bit more transparent, a little more light in Derek Carr's life. Uh, right now, does not have a team. He is looking for a team. The Raiders, of course, officially released him. He would not play ball with them. He would not wave his no trade clause. Uh, gave them a kind little gesture there on his way out is what it seemed like and walked out of that building, never looked back. So we're going to play a little game here called The List where we're going to let you know where we think these guys are going to end up. We will rank them. Drew's going to start with Aaron Rodgers from five to one most likely places that Drew Carter wants to see anyways. Aaron Rodgers, go. Let's get to the list. This is The List. You know what? You just made The List. The List with Joe and Amber. Number five. Well, Aaron Rodgers is always my favorite topic of discussion as someone who grew up in Minnesota and is a lifelong Vikings fan who also has never particularly liked Aaron Rodgers that much in the first place. Uh, let's start with number five, though. And by the way, guys, thank you for playing the song Toxic leading into an Aaron Rodgers segment because that is quite fitting. You are fitting in beautifully here on thank Joe you. and Amber uh, with you. your, your Aaron Rodgers slight. Good, good. Listen, Joe might be sick in Mexico, but uh, I'm carrying the torch here. I'm, <laughs> I'm hating on Aaron Rodgers regardless. All right, number five. How about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What are the Bucks going to do at quarterback? Is it Blaine Gabbert season for Tampa? I find that hard what to believe. Kyle Trask? Go get Kyle him. Trask, is he the guy? <laughs> I also find that hard to believe. So Rude. I think the Bucks are an interesting landing spot. They just did this with a veteran quarterback who we didn't know how much gas he had left in the tank. Of course, that worked out pretty well for them, so they have experience doing this. I've got the Bucks at number five, Amber. Number four. All right, number four is the Indianapolis Colts. Speaking of experience bringing in veteran quarterbacks, this is what they do. The Colts, their last five seasons, their leading passers have been Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Going to have to run this by ESPN Stats and Info, but they must be the only NFL team to have a different leading passer each of the last five seasons. This is what they do. It's retread city. That's what Indianapolis is. They like retreads more than the pit crew at Indy 500s like retreads when they're changing the tires. That's what the Colts do. They've got a new coach, Shane Steichen. People seem to be pretty excited about him, the Eagles offensive coordinator. Maybe he brings Aaron Rodgers to Indy, and maybe it works out. I've got the Colts at number four. Number three. Here we go, the Las Vegas Raiders. We're talking about Rodgers and Carr in this segment. The Raiders are a pretty logical landing spot for Rodgers. Number one, they need a quarterback. Number two, the place seems toxic. And number three, Devontae Adams. He says, hey, it was just Valentine's Day yesterday, Amber, and Devontae Adams has given those goo-goo-ga-ga eyes at Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure it's mutual. I'm sure he wants to play with Devontae again. I've got Vegas at number three. Number two. The New York Jets are easily the most logical NFL destination for Aaron Rodgers. Easily. We've got a bunch of reasons why. Number one, history tends to repeat itself. This is where Brett Favre went before he went to the Vikings and had his best career season. People forget that. Number two, Nathaniel Hackett is the new offensive coordinator for the Jets. This is what the Broncos tried to do, hiring Nathaniel Hackett. Didn't work out for them. Hackett axed. He goes and works with Robert Sala, who, by the way, fired Mike LaFleur to hire Nathaniel Hackett. 
So maybe Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't actually like Matt, Matt LaFleur, says, hey, I'm going to go here. By the way, Mike LaFleur, I get the Matt and Mike LaFleur's confused. Bottom line is Robert Sala just fired the brother of Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> former head coach in Green Bay. Garrett Wilson was the rookie of the year. Brees Hall could have won rookie of the year if he didn't injure his knee. This is a loaded offense. And lastly, Rodgers, before they played this past year, just heaped praise on Robert Sala. Said they're coached really well. They fly to the football. Not surprised they're 3-2. and two. The Jets proceeded to beat the Packers. So I've got the Jets at number two. Who? The Jets? Number one. How is it possible after all that, Drew, that you have the Jets at number two? That's because, in my perfect world, the number one destination for Aaron Rodgers is hosting Sports Jeopardy. I know he really wanted to be the host of Real Jeopardy. That didn't work out. He wasn't very good at it. They decided to hire not one but two other people to replace him. Why do I want him to go to Sports Jeopardy and not Real Jeopardy? Because I like Jeopardy, and I don't want him to ruin it for me. I don't think Sports Jeopardy is still on TV. So Aaron Rodgers, go host Sports Jeopardy. That's his number one landing spot for me. Uh, that or the Pat McAfee show, uh, since sure. he's certainly a staple there. Or maybe, you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin, because I'm not sure I'm convinced that Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere, but he's certainly doing a nice little song and dance to have us talking about him, which is one of his favorite things, of course, to do. I don't hate the fits that you've suggested. I do think when we talk about New York, and I'll get to this with my list with Derek Carr in a minute, when we talk about that Jets team, a lot of people say, why would you want to go to that market? Well, Aaron Rodgers loves himself some attention. So maybe he's a perfect fit for that media market. Frankly, the number one market in the country, maybe he'd thrive in it. It's so odd to me. He spent so much of his early career at least giving us the appearance. He wanted to be nothing like Brett Favre, and he is handling the end of his career just like Brett Favre did coming out of Green Bay. Such a bizarre thing. The Raiders, you don't go back to your ex, him and Devontae. I guess maybe they're going to repair things. Devontae left you once, though. Aaron, for a reason. I don't think that I would do that uh, if I was Aaron Rodgers, but uh, certainly I understand these other teams that you have on this list. All right. I know we're up against it, so I got to get to my list for Derek Carr. Let's hit it. This is The List. You know what? You just made The List. The List with Joe and Amber. Number five. Drew Carter is filling in for Joe Fortenbaugh today here on Joe and Amber. Number five, I mentioned that team, the New York Jets. They make my list for all the reasons that Drew just said. Aaron Rodgers would be attracted to the New York Jets. Obviously, you have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year on those teams. It's an up-and-coming young team. They are headed the right direction. I don't know if I believe in Robert Sala, but nevertheless, I believe on some of the talent and the way that team has drafted. All of that being said, I don't feel like being in that kind of scrutiny and that kind of media market is going to work out as well for Derek Carr as it would for Aaron Rodgers. I don't love it for Derek Carr. He's a good quarterback, often underrated in his career. He's not top, top tier quarterback. I don't think he wants that smoke. It doesn't work out for most people in that uniform. Number four. The New Orleans Saints. Now, a lot of people have Derek Carr linked to the Saints. That's not a team that I would find particularly attractive if I was a quarterback on an open market who's a vet because I think they've got a lot of work to do. I don't believe Michael Thomas is ever going to be 2019 Thomas again. Nevertheless, he's got that relationship there with Dennis Allen, so he's got the ties there. Of course, nice place to live. The media market's not insane. You have Alvin Kamara. You have Chris Olave. So there is some upside there, plus really notably that relationship. Let's move on. Number three. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You've still got Chris Godwin. You've still got Mike Evans. I don't know if Todd Bowles is a good head coach, but I do know that that team can get you to a place if you believe that they still have some of those pieces and if you believe that they will bring in the right running game to help you if you're Derek Carr plus no state income tax. Also, I live down here, so there's that. What's next? Number two. The San Francisco 49ers. They make this list from Derek Carr's perspective because if I'm a quarterback on an open market, I want to be slotted in there because apparently anybody can look great in that offense in San Francisco. If I'm the 49ers, I'm not sure I want to bother to do this because, heck, I also approved that I can win with just about anybody. So I don't know why I'm bothering to pay Derek Carr, but nevertheless, an attractive destination for Carr. Number one. The number one place I have for Derek Carr is one, honestly, that I haven't heard much about. It's the Tennessee Titans. I like the idea of him replacing Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's contract now a lot easier to move and move on from. Uh, Henry showed that he's still got a lot left in the tank. It's a good organization, a great place to live. I feel like it would be a good market for Derek Carr to wind up. And coming up next here on Joe and Amber, how big of a hater is Drew Carter? We'll let you know. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Joe and Amber, 888-729-3776. Drew Carter is filling in today for Joe Fortenbaugh. You can find him on Twitter at Droodle25. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. We gave you some lists last Drew, segment. Have you missed any? Call, can you believe she called me obnoxious? I, everybody <laughs> can believe I called you obnoxious. Actually, actually yes, oh. I can believe that, James. That's Thank you, Drew. Hey, by the exactly. way, hey, Leroy, if you're listening... Call in again. I'm from <laughs> Minneapolis. I, was, offe- go, I so- was offended during that rejoin. 
So you, it, it, it was so odd. We were in a commercial break, and James is doing his job and screening the calls, right? So he's talking to the people. Now, normally, as a producer, when you screen the calls, it's like, hey, ESPN Radio, what do you want to talk about? Yada, yada. James, want, yeah. instead, this poor Leroy, he's like, oh, you know, it's Leroy in Minneapolis. And then James is like, well, how do you spell Minneapolis? I've always wondered. And I'm thinking, how have you always no. wondered? Just Google it, no, bro. I didn't say I've always wondered. <laughs> that's, that's a ridiculous thing for you Only to say. there are a way to find that. Uh, there was a it was a topic of conversation because there was another caller earlier who was from Minneapolis and me and uh, Rachel who was the board on last night I we were, I was like I'm not sure like where the letters go here there it's yeah. only there was spell if only and there was so, some technology available right. to us but, to help us you see what happens when I type anything on my screen. <laughs> It just, everything goes blank. So I was just trying to be not, You yell at me sometimes. I do the, yell at you sometimes. That flashes, is true. So I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> you make it hard to do my job. But right now you have stuff on your screen. And what you have on your screen is the lists that we did last segment. If you missed anything here on Joe and Amber, you can check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Drew gave you his lists of his top five landing spots for Aaron Rodgers. He had them from five to one as follows. Bucks, Colts, Raiders, Jets, and sports Jeopardy, not real Jeopardy, because he likes Jeopardy. He doesn't want to watch Aaron Rodgers host it. So he is bringing back sports Jeopardy to stick Aaron Rodgers on that. <laughs> My list was for Derek Carr's top landing spots. I had the Jets five, Saints four, Bucks three, Niners from the Derek Carr perspective, more than yep. the Niners perspective <laughs> too. And I had the Tennessee Titans, which I think is a more realistic destination in the number one spot. Your thoughts, Drew? Well, the Titans are a good one, Amber. And first of all, my biggest takeaway is the 49ers. That's hilarious because it's I totally see what you're saying. It's such wishful thinking for Derek Carr. It's just beautiful. It's like the 49ers are my top landing spot. You know, right. if I if I if they fire me after this show for my ridiculous Aaron Rodgers list, I want to go to San Francisco and play quarterback for the 49ers because even though I'm an awful athlete, I actually think I could do okay playing for the 49ers cuz it seems like everybody can. At right. quarterback. Uh, but Titans feels more realistic. It feels like something that might actually be good for them. They can save a ton of money by cutting Ryan Tannehill. Like, they can slice his cap hit in half. The only thing that would give me pause is, number one, they'd probably have to pay Derek Carr just as much. Um, mm-hmm. it, maybe a little bit less, but probably just as much in that same neighborhood. And Mike Vrabel seems like he wants to keep Ryan Tannehill around. I actually was going to put the Titans on my Aaron Rodgers list, and then I found this quote from Mike Mike Vrabel saying he really wants to keep Ryan Tannehill. I'm not sure that would be the best option, but it seems like that's what they want to do. And it feels like for me with the Titans and really anyone in the AFC outside of Kansas City, outside of Buffalo, outside of Cincy, Cincy and maybe Jacksonville, and maybe L.A. Chargers, like, you kind of might as well blow it up. Like, if you don't have a really exciting young quarterback, it doesn't feel like there's any point to, like, paying Ryan Tannehill $36 million to be your quarterback because where are you going? Like, you're, you're fifth or sixth in a good year. Right. Well, I mean, I guess we are talking about a team that always found itself on the top of that conference. We're talking about a team that I still saw a lot from Derrick Henry this past season in a season that, frankly, I thought I was going to see that Titans window completely close. I do think Derrick Carr is an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. So that's part of this conversation from that perspective for me. They would be about four million over the cap if they cut Tannehill before they even pay Carr. So that certainly is a problem. Obviously, with a new deal for Carr, 
they could do some, you know, certain magical structuring there, which is what they do Never in the NFL. But yeah, but but uh, you're but you're right. I mean, Derek Carr is not going to be a cheap option there for Tennessee. Uh, James Steele just pointed out from your list with Aaron Rodgers. You had the Colts on your list at number four as the destination and added mm. bonus there. He could be in studio with Pat McAfee every week uh, for his appearance. If I'll he be ended sure up not to tune in. Great. With the Indianapolis Colts. I will not tune in as well, but don't worry. If that was to happen, <laughs> we would still end up doing our Aaron Rodgers watch every Tuesday here on Joe and Amber because that's what we all do across our ESPN platform. We are here to be utilized by Aaron Rodgers. Let's yes. be real. We, right. we bulk against it. We hate it. The dude rates. I end up talking about him every day. Maybe we're going to talk about him and sound on, sound off. Let's find out. They said it, but what did they really mean? What are you trying to say to us? Sound on, sound off with Joe and Amber. With Drew and Amber today, uh, one of the big storylines on Sunday was Jason and Travis Kelsey. Actually, you know what? With Amber and Drew. All right, calm down, Drew. <laughs> yeah, Just, I was uh, take, say. take it down a notch. <laughs> Thank uh, you, yeah. <laughs> What, on the second thought, uh, one of the wow. one of the big storylines on Sunday was Jason and Travis Kelsey being the first brothers to play against each other in the Super Bowl on the New Heights podcast. They talked about how one of their favorite parts of the weekend was watching their mother become a superstar. The moment I saw mom is when I got really emotional because, man, it was so awesome. <sighs> All right now. Yeah. It was awesome for, you know, she was on top of the world for for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was, that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Dad, you've been killing it. Yep. It was just so cool, man, to see, uh, you know, her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. Oh my God, grown men crying over their mothers. I mean, I don't even know how I'm keeping it together right now on the radio. This is tickling God, my soul so in every cute. way. James, Aren't they just so cute? James so Steele. Oh. <laughs> James, they are. James Steele, our producer. Welcome in. Yeah, so earlier today on our pre-show text chain, uh, Drew said that he was he was just sick of the Kelsey's. <laughs> so Amber, after hearing <laughs> he Jason and Drew Travis. Drew hates mothers. Yeah. <laughs> So after hearing Jason and Travis talk so lovingly about their mother, how do you feel about uh, Drew being such a hater? Not good uh, about Drew being such a hater. No, uh, they're adorable. They're every mother's dream. What mother doesn't want their sons to grow up to be rich and famous, successful, uh, well-grounded, nice young men uh, that are also athletes and love their mothers the way those boys do. They're such good boys, Drew. So, oh. Drew, why are you such a hater? Oh, my gosh. I mean, how can you not be emotional? Like, oh, the Kelsey's. It's so cute. Talking about their mom. Barf! Barf! I've had enough of the Kelsey's. Enough! Oh, my gosh. Were their brothers playing in the Super Bowl? I hadn't heard. Well, does Travis Kelsey think that everyone was sleeping on the Chiefs? No way! You got to fight for your right to party? Thanks, Travis. If I hear that one more time, I might be more sick of Travis Kelsey doing the Beastie Boys thing than I am of talking about Aaron Rodgers. I would rather talk about Aaron Rodgers and his future than hear Travis Kelsey do that one more time. Now, is that because you're angry because the Beastie Boys were around like way before you were alive? <laughs> I'm pretty sure because you're so young. Is that what's happening here? I, the, I love the Beastie Boys. Make some noise. It's one of my you favorite songs. Great. Great. Thanks, guys. 
I like it when the Beastie Boys do it. I don't like it when an inebriated Travis Kelsey is screaming it at me from the Chiefs Super Bowl parade and after the Super Bowl and after the AFC Championship. And I'm sure he does it when he wakes up in the morning and they put it on their podcast, which is, again, so cute and so great. And oh I my gosh, like the Kelsey Boys. Me. Nothing is better than that. Grown men crying because they love their mothers so much. I am here for it every single time. The Bucks beat the Seas last night in overtime. They currently trail Boston by a half game for the Eastern Conference's number one seed. But Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo says seeding doesn't matter to him at all. We play good basketball. That's all I care about. But now if we finish first, good. If we finish second, great. If we finish third, better. I don't. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you got to prepare your mind that in order for you to win a championship, you got to play hard teams. You got to go and earn it. Nobody's going to give you a championship. It's not going to be easy. So, Drew, are the Bucks the team to beat in the East? You got to fight <laughs> for your right to fight! Are you sick of Giannis by that now was, since you hate all good all right, things? Listen, James, that was pretty well done. I, I got to give you <laughs> gotta give you credit where it's due. That, that was pretty good. Um, no, I'm, I'm not sick my of case Giannis. that I am not obnoxious, though, right? <laughs> The answer, Amber, is no. I'm not sick of Giannis. I actually demanded that we play that sound today because I love listening to Giannis talk, and I think he makes a great point. But, but I will say this. I think Milwaukee last year could have used the home court advantage against Boston. Celtics were the two. Bucks were the three. Boston beat them in seven. And I don't think that home court advantage is quite as important in the NBA as it maybe used to be. Uh, same thing in the NFL. If you look at gambling lines, it used to be worth three points pretty consistently. Not the case anymore. But Boston is a tough place to win. So if I were Giannis, maybe I'd be gunning for that one seed a little bit harder. They've won 11 in a row. It definitely seems like they're playing for the one seed. It's hard for me to argue that they're the team to beat when they barely beat a Celtics team with everyone not playing last night. I mean, that's the reality of it. It's right? the regular I mean, season, though, partner. Yeah, okay, I mean, fine. they were missing. They were the one missing a, their one of their better players last year in the playoffs. Middleton didn't play, and they still almost beat them on the road. So they still almost did. You certainly need Chris Middleton and a healthy Chris Middleton in order to actually win a championship. We've seen that with this Milwaukee team. I would just say the Seas are still sitting at the top of the conference right now, and they barely beat them last night. Nobody was playing for the Celtics last night, so there's that. We're talking about team to beat right now, but yeah, I'm not overreacting to any of it. At this point in the season. Coming up next here on Joe and Amber. Amber Wilson, Drew Carter filling in for Joe. What kind of drama was going on with the Lakers this year? We're going to get into what Patrick Beverly said. This is ESPN Radio. Also listen to us on the ESPN app. Joe and Amber, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza. The number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lots of drama in Los Angeles surrounding the Lakers. At least that is according to a former now Los Angeles Laker. Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. All you ever have to do is tell your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. It is that simple. Drew Carter is in for Joe Fortenbaugh today. And Patrick Beverly, Drew, was off to a poor start in the beginning of his Lakers tenure this season, but he came on strong after that. He was shooting 39.6% from downtown in December, January, and February. The Lakers didn't care. They traded him anyways. They traded him on Thursday, the Orlando Magic for Mo Bamba. Now, Patrick Beverly, he's been outspoken, right? He's one who has a podcast. <laughs> Uh, a little Bev bit outspoken, outspoken. <laughs> that Pat Bev, uh, one that does not shy away from a microphone, mm-hmm. controls his own message, has his own podcast now, and he was on his podcast saying some interesting things about the Los Angeles Lakers. Here's Patrick Beverly. It wasn't basketball. Hmm. It wasn't basketball. It wasn't basketball. It was other shit, but other that you really can't like pinpoint out. You know, comes and goes. You know, hmm. a little bit here, a little bit there. So there you go. He said it wasn't basketball. It wasn't basketball. It was other stuff that you really can't <laughs> pin or point out, mm-hmm. you know, comes and goes a little bit here and a little bit there. So basically what he's implying is that the problem with the Los Angeles Lakers, as they right now sit well outside of the playoff hunt in a stacked conference where everyone's close, but the Lakers keep slipping, and it seems like at some point here uh, we're not even going to be needing to talk about them being in contention, game in and game out. It seems like what Beverly is saying is this wasn't a basketball issue. This was a locker room sort of issue. Right, and Patrick Beverly's going to have a nice future in sports media. Uh, Obviously, he's outspoken. Pretty entertaining, pretty controversial. Mm-hmm. But also, he knows how to say just enough to where we don't really understand what he's saying, but it's enough to talk about it, right? So he says, it wasn't basketball, it was the other S word. But, like, what do you mean, man? Like, and usually, usually Pat Bev is pretty direct to his credit. Usually he goes right after people, uh, sometimes to a fault where he will get a technical foul and hurt his team. But this time he's being pretty passive aggressive and it allows us to just speculate and we can speculate on what was going on in the locker room. And we've actually seen with our own eyes, Amber, some maybe some discord stuff we can read into when LeBron breaks the scoring record and Anthony Davis is sitting on the bench, clearly not like doing whatever the opposite of celebrating is. So it seems like there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, And Patrick Beverly, of course, is the first one to start sharing it, but he didn't really, he didn't take that next step where he called anybody out, but good for Patrick Beverly because he's going to need to be good at this sports media thing because it's now his full-time job. He was waived by the magic 
promptly after they traded for him. He was. I forgot to mention that portion of things. Uh, But Patrick Beverly, I do think, has a future in this. A reference to a song that's much older than Drew Carter, but there is a famous song, Drew, where it says, you said it best when you said nothing at all. And I feel like that's what Pat Beverly just did here, where he actually said nothing. I mean, what did he even say? He's like, it was the other bleep. Like, what what are we talking about? What is the other bleep? I mean, he said nothing. But also, he's saying everything by saying nothing. And I think... That you could theorize it's a reference to the drama that surrounded Russell Westbrook. But I think what you said is even more likely. It's this AD tension with LeBron James. Because I think the Westbrook thing has taken so much attention over the last couple seasons. And that's the easy place to go. I actually feel like those that issue kind of resolved itself this season. It wasn't on the top of mind this season. And obviously they were finally able to move that Westbrook contract. I think the Anthony Davis portion of this conversation is the more interesting portion of this conversation. The dude can't stay healthy. The dude's necessary in order to actually win games for this Lakers franchise. The dude was supposed to help LeBron James age gracefully His role in this team was supposed to be able to take over the number one spot because none of us imagine LeBron would still be playing at this clip at 38 years old. And none of that has occurred because Anthony Davis can't stay on the court. There's always been rumors about how well maybe he takes care of himself in order to do that. But if you can't be available and you can't play basketball, then you probably can't help your teammates. And there's probably going to be some tension year after year in the locker room because of that. It certainly seemed like there was between him and LeBron. I know he denied it. He's like, oh, right, I didn't even, right. I was just upset about a regular season like, loss. Come on, dude. Nobody come believes on. that. Exactly. And, and Anthony Davis, it reminds me, Amber, of there's a saying, right, that uh, if if you start dating a cheater, don't be surprised when they cheat on you, right? Like if your relationship starts by cheating on someone, that person will probably cheat on you eventually, right? I mean, you, can't, you don't really change your colors. So remember how Anthony Davis ended up in L.A.? He quit on the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and he was great for them for a long time. And I don't think anyone was, was really crushing him too much back then because he wanted to play for the Lakers. But remember, he did all that stuff. He wore the That's All Folks shirt mm-hmm. and then came out and denied that that had anything to do with the trade. Like, dude, how dumb do you think we are? Like, and you not standing up for, for LeBron's scoring record? Again, how dumb do you think? We all saw it. Right. I mean, it and seems it, like there's real drama there. I, I, I didn't like AD from that moment forward. Back in New Orleans. Because I, I, I always thought, like, this dude, this dude is completely quitting on his team. And he's also toying with us all in the process. And you're right. He's expecting us all to be much dumber than we are. And and. That's exactly what he was doing when he wasn't or seemingly so anyways, when he wasn't celebrating for LeBron, because in that moment, there is no reason that you couldn't at least stand up and give a golf clap. You know, he's he said at one point like he wasn't super aware that that was LeBron breaking the scoring record in that moment. Like every single person in that arena, every single person (laughs) in that arena was on their feet screaming like every like quite literally everyone. Or if you were just salty because you were losing, you still in your saltiness would just stand at least, you know, you just stand, you put on a game face. You're quite literally, you play a game for your life, for a living. You know how to have a game face. So you would just put one on in that moment so that we wouldn't talk about it. Right. Salty enough about losing not to stand for LeBron's record, but not salty enough to play through minor nagging injuries. Of course. Something's not adding up.
for something Anthony is not right. And Patrick Beverly is alluding to something. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, how close is the rest of the AFC to the Kansas City Chiefs? We'll get into it. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. 